This is a HeadGum Original. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Creature is his doppelganger. If you hear the things he'll say, it'll ruin your whole day. Yes, but the odds are he'll be back again tomorrow. Secret Chipmunk Man, Secret Chipmunk Man. He is talking about crypto. And eating acorns from your hand. Beware of free advice from greedy rodents. For a dirty every week, he's always chosen. He has a furry, shriveled heart, and his friendships all fall apart. But the odds are he'll be back again tomorrow. Secret Chipmunk Man. Secret Chipmunk Man. He is talking about crypto and eating acorns from your hand. It goes on for another minute, quite frankly. Wow. I guess That's we'll awesome. play the full version at the end, but that That's was like the first your minute. Theme. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was that one was called Secret Chipmunk Man. Makes sense. Not really. A bunch of the stuff was off color, off couth, too blue, too soon to be forgotten. Okay. I feel like you made the energy weird up top because like I was dancing. Because I, I forgot to roll. <laughs> You weren't rolling your audio. I, it felt like you were asking me if I was rolling. So you were saying you forgot to roll. <laughs> I forgot to roll, and I'm like, "Oh, are you rolling?" I forgot, like, to say, "Let's roll." Mm-hmm. So you were—that was like an earnest. You were actually trying to figure out if I was recording my audio. Yeah, like I didn't want to like get into it, and then it's like, "Oh shit, I forgot to say record." Hit record, Joe. You know? That's interesting. Yeah, you like you can if you can watch it on the video, it like it noticeably dampers the <laughs> the mood. Yeah, to kind we, of like. Yeah. talk production during the dance you can watch this everybody is listening right now you can watch this on our youtube sometimes we're in the same room sometimes we're in the same zoom yeah uh did you should we break the fact that we're gonna maybe record some jake and amir's on the headgum youtube channel uh no not? we don't have to do that okay so we won't break that news yet yeah not yet right because it's not even official it's just what else like... is new 
Oh, I had another on, a, I to, a new idea. Uh, yeah, sure. Go ahead. I just have to close the door. You can keep talking about the yeah, idea. Yeah, okay. Well, I had a new idea for uh, for our new podcast, for a pivot for us. Um, so, yeah. What would you say? Idea, I was not wearing the head, uh, headphones. Yeah, I, you're wearing wireless headphones, and you walked towards your door and oh, took Oh, no, they're wired. I plugged them in. Oh, they are? Yeah. These okay. are wireless, but I plugged them in for the record. I see. Okay. So, my idea... Is a World Cup podcast. Oh, it's a, yeah, very. It's late in the game, right? Because we're already through late in this for this one. But then, next one's in four years. Yeah, so we'd have probably <laughs> the, next the one's... first World Cup podcast. Yeah, the next one's when? The next one's in America, so America doesn't even have to qualify. That's awesome. So yeah, um, we can get started with it now during this World Cup, basically okay. World Cup preview podcast. So we're previewing um, the next one whatever and then um then we do predictions and just talk football do you and, have any uh, predictions for the next while this one's happening don't we four have four years from now <laughs> right exactly uh yeah i guess i think spain will do it <laughs> what what do you know any of the players on spain um <laughs> yeah you're not gonna host knife it. to my ribs i could name caesar aspera knife to your ribs instead of gun to my head that's so much more painful yeah that's why i'm pretty desperate to come up with an answer you want by the time this episode comes out u.s will have either been eliminated or won their greatest match of all time against the netherlands yeah i and we actually did argentina come back from halftime because we could make a bet oh interesting so yeah it might be too late we watched the first uh u.s a group play game together, USA Wales. Mm -hmm. And I, it was me, you and Emily, the original crew. And I was telling you guys all about the fun bets you can make online. Yeah. The side bets, the prop bets. Is that what they're called? Prop bets. Yeah. Prop bets, side bets, any kind of bets. And because it's, you know, such a popular game, they just, they, they really give you a lot of options. You can bet on how many passes a team will have, how many corners a team will get. We bet on the teams to not get three corners in the second right. half. Yeah, so it's not just like betting has evolved. Maybe it's always been like this, but I, I used to think of betting as like, oh, you bet on this team to win or this team to win, and that's it. Right. Um, but yeah, we made a bet that neither team would get more than or get two three corners in the yeah. second half. The, was there like, were only two. There was two corners, two corners for <sighs> Wales and one, or two for the U.S. and one for Wales in the first half. Yeah, it was like, which team will hit three corners first? USA, Wales, or neither team, which was like 17 to 1. We're like, oh, let's bet mm -hmm. on neither. Maybe it'll be like one of those games where randomly no team gets more than two corners. Yeah, which happens. It, it does ha happen. I mean, in half, not in a whole game usually. Yeah, just the second like half. And it almost happened in this one, actually. We almost hit it, but like USA got to three corners and Wales was stuck on two. So it was very close. Yeah, um, but it did ruin the second half for me up yeah, until you didn't like the it. point i did not like it at all i was watch i basically enjoyed the first half and then the second half i was non-stop watching the the goal line to see if there if there was going to be a corner yeah it helps if you're betting on something you already root for so for example in the usa iran match marty and i bet that the usa would win 
Okay, we're already right. rooting on the USA to win. So if it happens, yeah. then it's like just cheer amplifying. Yeah, exactly. I should have bet on the U.S. to get to three corners because I, then I would have been like rooting for them every time they got close to the, to the goal. Yeah. And also, um, also I would have won. So that would have been good. Yeah, and then sometimes people like hedge their emotion. Like, I, okay, I'll put a thousand dollars on Iran. So like, if they win, I won't be devastated because then I'll win like forty five hundred dollars. And if USA wins, then I'm already happy or whatever. Right, but then you'll you'll you will hedge your joy because you'll be like, yes, USA won, but I lost a thousand dollars. Yeah, you don't really think about that, like of of losing your bet. You're not going to be that happy to lose a thousand. It'll be slightly dampened. Yeah. Um, did you see what the odds were for the USA Netherlands match? Oh no, I did not. Netherlands heavy favorite for like the USA to win. It's like almost four to one. Wow, what are you gonna do? I might bet on a draw because that bet only happens for the first ninety minutes. So if it's like zero zero going into extra time, you win your bet, and then the USA can win on penalty kicks. Well, that's kind of nice. Yeah. Though from what I hear, they're very bad at corner kicks, very bad at set pieces, and very bad at penalty kicks. That does kind of track. They're they're young. I they're, feel like they're fast and feisty, but they're not necessarily great at soccer. I used to love the penalty kicks, and as I've grown up, I've gotten they give me way too much anxiety. It's just too much pressure on single people, and it's it's a fucking guessing game. It's... Well, I have two problems with penalty kicks. One, they shouldn't be worth as much as a regular goal. Like USA mm-hmm. Wales, we score a goal. It's incredible. They score on a penalty kick. That's a draw? No. We should we should yeah. win by a little bit. Right. I guess there should be different color cards. Because, like, getting a—basically, I feel like you can get—you um, get fouled in the box. And, like, for instance, Christian Bale's penalty, like— Christian Bale or Christian, Christian Pulisic Bale, sorry. and Gareth Bale? <laughs> Gareth Bale, yeah. But the penalty on Bale in that game, I think he had his back to the goal. Like that yeah, it was like not it about was a foul to in be the box, goal. but like it, yeah. They should it shouldn't be allowed to like be an eighty five percent chance a gimme. to score. Yeah, right. But then there are also like penalties where somebody has like an open goal and somebody like slide tackles them because it's the last ditch effort. Or and uses like, their hand can... to block the goal, the ball. And it's like, all right, well, at least it's not like a, it's a goal. I guarantee give myself a yeah. chance. Yeah. But then sometimes right. like, oh, if you slow it down, you can see that ball accidentally touch that guy's elbow. And now you guys have an 85% chance of scoring a goal, which yeah. gives you like a 60% chance of winning the match. It's really not perfect. It's, it's a really, t- it's a tough place to be because like, now that that technology does exist, it's like, are you? Should you really just not use it? Because every sing, after every single game, uh, somebody be like, they should have called handball, and then they show the technology. Like, yes, they should have called handball. Yeah, but it seems don't. like the rule the rules are made to like like offsides. The rules are meant to like just eyeball it, and like if a guy's clearly cherry picking or like being offsides, then you call it. But yeah. not like, oh, actually, his elbow. If you slow it down and get this 3D rendering, was ahead of that guy's knee. Like the USA second goal right before the first half last night should have probably been a goal anyway. But and actually, if you slow it down and render the video, it looks like his one knee was ahead of the other guy's elbow. Yeah, that's that's fucked up. I feel like they should use the technology just to be like, this person's feet are planted further up the field. Because like they've, they've gotten it to the point where it's like, oh, this guy's pinky 
Yeah, uh, is that is, an advantage? It's, they were pretty much tied, ostensibly right. tied. It should be like where their feet are, or like if there's any part be, of an like overlapping it's literally body. Like, if you if you get the jump on somebody and you start your run, you're yeah. leaning forward to run. They're planted flat footed like an idiot, but like oh, like you're technically offside because your shoulder leaned past me. Yeah, that doesn't seem it like right. it's correct. I feel like you and I should be in charge of FIFA because they also they've done some. They're essentially perfect but i feel like they've had a few missteps <laughs> especially with the i'm also down to have the next world cup in qatar <laughs> should we do everyone here in the dead of winter from now on i'm getting i'm actually getting bribes just to suggest that on a podcast uh two more other things about soccer that i've realized from watching it for a week now one yeah football go ahead blocking a penalty kick should be worth a goal that's the hardest thing to do Harder than scoring mm. is blocking a Messi penalty, which did happen in the first half. I don't know if you saw Messi got a penalty yeah. kick. I love that Polish goalie. He's I think he's he had eight saves in the first half, maybe more now. Like insane. It's... That should be worth one or at least half a goal. Right. And then if it's Messi, it's a goal and a half. If you're if you're willing to take a penalty kick, you should be willing to get punished for missing a penalty kick. There has to be some negative outcome to missing it. So you got your, you have an issue with penalties. I have an issue with VAR for sure. Also, like the penalty kick leading right into free play, where it's like, all right, let's can we at least slow down? And I can't like kick a penalty; it comes back to me, and then I kick it right in. I feel like that's not okay either. Yeah, that happened in the Euros. You had a really you had an issue with Harry Kane's putback. Yeah, don't no 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 the putback. The goalie won. Now it's like dead time a little bit. One last thing: when they review a goal and it's canceled, there's very little fanfare about that. Like. Sometimes yeah. a team will celebrate for like three minutes and then they start playing. They're like, we reviewed it. It wasn't a goal, but they're still playing. Like, do they know that? Like, the crowd is still going wild. They just like did yeah. the ref, like in the sidelines, like, oh, by the way, that wasn't a goal. It's like, we should stop the match and let everyone know. Like, now we should let, all give be them as a devastated. chance to grieve. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're still celebrating the goal, but they're just like, by the way, that wasn't a goal. Goals are so important. The fact that they like wipe them off yeah. with such little fanfare is kind of weird. That really it it sucks. I, I it happened to my team in the Champions League where like they won in a in stoppage time like with a miraculous Harry Kane header um, in the rain. Everybody like running around like fucking maniacs. It was incredible. And then like they spent three minutes reviewing it. The game is over um, <laughs> after three They're minutes. They're already they lifting say it's not up allowed. the trophy. Yeah. It's like what are you doing? That's it's i don't know i i feel like they've trusted the robots a little too much but then it's still the humans that look at the robots and and say what the robot said so it's it's not it it's not all there yet and how also this is more of a situational problem but like yesterday when uh Pulisic Pulisic whatever CP scored the goal he hit his nuts so hard that he didn't even get to celebrate like he yeah. hit the he kicked a goal in which is like pretty much the best goal in US soccer history but instead of being mm. joyful he was just writhing in pain and then thus the team couldn't really celebrate either. Yeah. That's going to live like on straight into the pain. There was yeah. no joy. And like that's also that's the coolest thing that's happened to a US team in almost a decade. <laughs> so like the replays of that will always just be like <laughs> no no fucking cool Slide. Kick it to the corner, like run to the, yeah, run to the corner, slide on yeah. your knees. Everybody's celebrating joyously. It's like, 
our our World Cup moment will forever be a replay of a nasty nut shot. <laughs> it's like a buzzer it's beater like in basketball, but a guy tearing his ACL at the same time, so everyone was yeah. just bummed during it. Yeah, their smiles certainly faded. It was it was very sad. But man, what a hero! I think Christian Pulisic is awesome. I hope he plays in the Netherlands match. Yeah, it's funny. Like everybody, the like the do, the team doctors and the coaches and stuff being like he's being evaluated. We're treating him, and he's just posting on social media. It's like I will be in the match. <laughs> I don't need a fucking right ball. Heart of a champion, man. Do you think they have a chance against the Netherlands? Yeah, I think they do. I, I mean, if we tied England, to... anything yeah, is I think possible. That, yeah, England is a is it's like a really good team. I think England is better than the Netherlands. Right. I don't. I don't know. All I know on the Netherlands is that they have a good defender. It's good defender Virgil Van Dyke, and then um, Gakpo. They're like striker is supposed to be very very good i'm yeah. sure the team is good seems like america needs one of those striker guys yeah we don't have like a tall guy with a cool header who can like kick the ball in from far away it seems like we just we have small little fast dudes that try to get so close to the goal that eventually we can nut shot the ball into the net yeah but i, I almost feel like that's what works in the world cup like you really see a lot of the a lot of the stars end up getting like um double teamed and they're ineffective so like it, it's not well i guess that like creates space but i don't know I, I i like that there's no defined hero uh on the u.s team um so argentina did score Cristiano. but it wasn't messy okay well i guess i don't really i'm trying to think i don't think i care about that bracket at all you don't like messi or ronaldo or any of that stuff I love Ronaldo. I also love Messi. But I don't I don't necessarily want the bracket to be that stacked for our boys. So I Oh, you're already looking ahead like once we beat the Netherlands, what's up? Yeah. Yeah. I want I think I want uh Saudi Arabia and Mexico to go through. Yeah. <laughs> um doesn't seem likely right now, especially not the Saudi Arabia part. For sure. For sure. Uh, all right, this is not a soccer podcast or a football but podcast, but maybe one day be. it will be. Yeah, maybe we'll pivot. Twenty twenty six World Cup preview podcast. Uh, uh, this is if I were you, an advice show, the only advice podcast on the web, hosted by us. Yes, I'm Amir. I am Jake. Um, gosh, what do we do? We're almost at the twenty minute mark right away. Do we answer a yeah. question? Push everything back? Do we? try to take a break now it feels kind of too much too fast too soon yeah are we are you this is just like you're you're giving the show notes during the episode huh i just can't it's right on the borderline i wish we had like yeah. another thing to talk about that wasn't a full question like we don't want to take 15 minutes now to answer a question you know yeah we could talk about the fact that i got covid last week i gave you covid maybe we don't know. Low key possibly gave me COVID. I think I don't know. Would you would you put it at greater than fifty percent? Greater than twenty percent? I would put it pretty low because I mean we're able to track it with the podcast that we record. So like two weeks ago three weeks ago I talked about going to Vegas. Then two weeks ago I had COVID while we recorded. We talked about that. Yeah. 
And then last week's episode, we were in the same studio after I had yeah. COVID. And then right. this episode, <laughs> you have Slash <laughs> are getting over COVID. Going by the release schedule, it, it certainly looks like. <laughs> yeah, me having it, then us yeah. together, then you having it. <laughs> right. I see how it's, that looks bad. Yeah. And if someone could look at the unedited footage of Jake and Amir watch that we recorded together in my hotel room, where you're just like coughing, brutally sneezing. coughing. Yeah. Yeah. Hacking sneezing. up a lung. Yeah. That wasn't Symptomatic, good. for sure. Symptomatic for sure, but I think I wasn't anymore, because it was like day 11 or 12, giving off the yeah. coronavirus. Right. So my theory is that you got it on the flight there or back, because nobody... Right. It's you, going around. It's, nobody you were I mean, with, it's a pandemic, man. Yeah, nobody you were with in LA or New York got sick, right? No. So that's something. Like, we were there with Rochelle, the producer. She didn't get sick either, I asked. Oh, all right. So maybe well, you didn't have it yeah. that exact moment. Yeah, That's, but that's you, at you least know, my give story. It, to me, it, it festers for a few days, doesn't it? Yeah, it festers for sure. Yeah, definitely Uncle Festers. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, man, I forgive you. Thank you. I needed to hear that. All right, now let's take a break. We'll come back and answer a question uh, on the other side of these messages. Yup, yup. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code headgum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. And we're back. Jake, do you have... Oh, it's a little than five... <laughs> I don't think I do, mate. Do you? 
I got unsolicited advice from my haircut man, my barber man, my stylist of sorts. Interesting. How do you Go think on. how do you think my hair looks right now for those of you watching on YouTube and Jake IRL? Um it looks your hair looks good. Everything else, I mean, sorry, your hair looks good. That's what I'll say. Everything, Everything else dot bad. dot dot. <laughs> yeah. Everything else. So I got my haircut last Wednesday. Mhm. Mm and I was told to rinse my hair, but not to wash my hair. Mm -hmm. The difference being shampoo. He told me because my hair was at this point nearly 50% gray, gray hair is wirier, drier, frizzier. And if I would mm -hmm. shampoo it every time I shower, it would create a dry Brillo mop that was unruly and out of whack. And so what yes. you're seeing right now is a hair without any product in it, but a week worth of, I guess, natural grease that's keeping it in place. And I got to say, it does look slightly better, and I haven't used any shampoo in a week. Do you remember Julia Nunes came on our podcast and gave that same advice? Yeah, I think that was more of a holistic thing. She was like, I'm using deodorant, soap, shampoo, like all these like chemical products less. Right. Yeah. This is specifically about hair right now. Right. I don't know. So about you're still the other wearing stuff. deodorant. I have to still wear deodorant, yes, unfortunately. Um But there is something to natural cleanliness versus chemical cleanliness. You know, I don't want to yeah. go full on into never use soap, but this is my first foyer into that. It's funny, I've I've been doing uh the same thing. Because I was getting like a really dry, flaky standriff, I guess you could call it. Yeah. And and I was like, what's going on? And my barber told me that I, she asked me how often I shower. And I said, sometimes twice a day. Too and much. she said, do you wash your hair every time? And I said, <laughs> uh, yes. And she was horrified. Yeah. Um, so I've stopped. So now I shampoo my hair once a week. But she told me that I could condition it every single time. Because I, oh, I feel like I haven't showered unless I put something in my head. Yeah. Like the sweat, like the sweat that dries onto your skin is what smells. Does it dry onto your hair? Or like you could just wash it off with water and your hair doesn't stink anymore? I mean, I think, I think that's what you're... What, what your barber, I almost called them your doctor. I think that's say. what my I hair mean, you, doctor told me. Yeah, I think like you rinse, you put soap on like on your body and then rinse out the hair. That seems, that seems fine. It also, I mean, all of this stuff is always like, how do you feel about it? How does it make, how do you think it's looking? And it is looking good. I think everybody has such different bodies and different hair. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm saying it's worth a it shot. It worked for me. Worth a yeah. shot. Give it a shot. Yeah. I, I like Are you it. not going to give it a I, shot? I already am, I, and I enjoy it. I've been, I'm down to once a week with the shampoo. Yeah, I mean, I used to wear like hair grease products, and I hadn't since the pandemic because I went so long without seeing anybody. So but now I'm on yeah. this like natural kick, and it seems like my hair is holding as though I'm putting stuff in it, but I'm not. Yeah, it looks better than it has in a while. And it's like, actual, actual bedhead instead of a product called bedhead. Yeah. Right. I was going to say um, before, you've like, you've been looking awful, frankly. And I feel like the... It doesn't... Don't worry about like other stuff or how I look in general or anything like that. All <gasps> I'm talking about... Is... What was that? 
<laughs> I was uh, Dingo. He's he's hanging out in this room, relaxing with me. Only now he he has the sense that there's uh, <laughs> a dog nearby. A yeah, he senses slash feels that to be the case. Yeah, he really doesn't bark, and then every once in a while, he'll like something will just concern him. He snaps, uh, and I'm always I've for the most part I've always just been like telling him to relax, and then I find out that it's something I was glad that he was barking about. So wow, there's probably someone robbing my house right now. Yeah. All right. Well, while they do that, we might as well answer some questions on this show. Good call. Thanks for barking, buddy. That was really nice. Here's one. Speaking of yeah. getting older and our fans getting older, we finally have our first question about a vasectomy. Oh, my God. Let's go. Uh, we'll call this guy Victor Asectomy. Writes, I like I'm that. getting a vasectomy in February, and I'm a little nervous about it. For one, I don't like the idea of a doctor cutting open my nuts while I'm knocked out. Uh, but I'm not a coward, and it needs to be done. Anyway, I have a couple of questions. What is the appropriate level of shaving slash trimming that needs to be done before the doctors slash nurses see my grundle? Do I have to shave my asshole? Two, not only is the surgery scary, but apparently the first time you nut afterwards is a bloodbath. I'm preemptively scared as shit about that. Any ideas on how to get over it? Uh, love the show. Thanks for making me laugh. Victor. Okay, Victor. Um, uh, that's interesting. Does... So I've, I've had some friends get vasectomies recently. I'm at the age where my buddies uh, are so far along in life, they're done having kids medically. Mm -hmm. They're and like, they're saying, this, is, this is enough. No more. Snip me up, cut me off, literally. Uh, I don't want to be at risk anymore. And from what I understand... Some of my friends who have gotten vasectomies are awake while it happens. Is it that small of a procedure? It's pretty borderline because some of them are indeed asleep the entire time. But like imagine well, are the ones that are awake, how do they feel? They don't feel anything. It's numb. But like there's, you know, the sounds of soldering happening where they're doing small incisions into your balls like you can't. You can't really feel or see it, but you can probably smell and hear it. It's not comfortable, I would assume. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I, I, I have, it was the worst experience of my life, I think, getting my wisdom teeth out while I was awake. So you'd I'm go, for, you'd opt for the full sleeper. Yeah. What do I need to, what do I need to be there for? Yeah. Just you don't need to be there. Um, knock me out. I'll get up. And I guess there's some fine. risk to, slipping into a coma and dying but that's you know fine ultimately because then you don't feel any pain anymore on the other side yeah yeah I'll and then risk if even if you're kind of awake or half awake or fully asleep are you manscaping to use the term uh for the people snipping you up down there just out of courteousness courtesy I, I should say. like i was gonna i was gonna say no but then also i was like oh yeah before i go to the dentist i'd like Brush floss. and floss. Yeah. I, I, I don't think I'm shaving grundle. I don't think I'm like, I'm, I wouldn't do more than I usually do. But maybe if it's like, I am someone who trims regularly, yeah. I'll give myself a fresh trim. <laughs> they probably ask you to do some cleanup, right? Like, unless they're like, yeah, we'll shave you down there if there's anything in the way. They might. And if that's the case, if they're like, we'll shave you or you can shave yourself, I think maybe I would opt to shave myself 
rather than have some fucking butcher do it while they're cutting open my nards. Yeah. I'll I'll handle that pre. Actually, Pulisic got a vasectomy. That's what happened right <laughs> after his goal. Yeah, the goalie gave it to him. And then uh, uh, from my friends recounting, some of them are like, yeah, it hurt like a low grade, like getting hit in the balls pain for a week. And then eventually it goes away. But you have to literally like masturbate yourself to the point of getting the rest of your semen out. So like you do have to like sort of almost on doctor's orders masturbate um, enough times <laughs> sign me up yeah. i'll get a vasectomy i'll hell i'll do it myself <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know i mean it's pretty bloody and painful the first few times right. from what i understand <laughs> yeah but then after that it like clears off you know it clears away all the rem- remaining sperm in your system and then you're finally good to go right so if you get a vasectomy have second thoughts and think you might want a kid or something you could still theoretically have sex a couple times and it could take yeah isn't that a story in your family a delayed vasectomy causing some sort of birth of my brother yes um my mother famously said at at micah's bar mitzvah micah is the direct result of a delayed vasectomy delayed delayed like let's push Um, it one week for weather reasons and then yeah i think i i think there was I think it was like a snowstorm or something. Wow. Uh, that, you know, I, and I also imagine that my dad wasn't like super eager to get the vasectomy. So maybe like snowstorm comes, cancels it, pushes it to like the next month. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, um, Micah was supposed to not be around. Because you, your family had already had two kids and then triplets. Yeah. So they were like, I think... Let's let's close the loop here. Let's. Yeah. <laughs> it must be rare that triplets are not the last child. Like triplets are so rare, mm-hmm. and then to be like, all right, and now one more. Why? Yeah. Obviously, I've, why would we do that? <laughs> people are usually like, whenever I tell people about my family, they they are like super surprised at the triplets. You know, that's always like, a, oh my god, they're triplets. And then yeah. like the second one that's even bigger is like, there's another one after. <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> A Why did they do child that? Is already rare, let alone after the triplets. I wonder if there's any other family in America that goes girl, boy, triplets, boy. Like that's got to be an insane. Yes, yeah, interesting, interesting family makeup. If you know of any like that, hit us up, please, please let us know. Uh, like any my, ideas on how to get twin. over? Any ideas on how to get over that preemptively scared as shit? What I like to do during you know surgeries or COVID or sickness is like. You know, this is bad, but you're not the first one in the world ever doing this. We're all going through something like this. Vasectomies has happened for decades, so it'll hurt, but it's nothing that nobody else has done before. Yeah. If anything, be thankful that you're getting it now instead of like, hell, what did the the guy getting the first vasectomy feel like? Yeah, it had to have been the first vasectomy, the first lace, the first first whatever. It's like, hey, I got a crazy idea. I, I want to have your kids nuts anymore. to try. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was an accidental thing. Like he was soldering his fucking vast difference <laughs> for fun. And one of the side <laughs> effects was that he couldn't have kids after. That's interesting. That's very interesting. He was playing with his balls. I guess I would if I was done having children slash didn't want to have children slash didn't want to risk children at all. 
right. one way to but just you're still like get, you're on the fence about the kid anyway so you're like oh maybe i'll i want to leave it on the, the table open for just for an accidental purpose maybe i'll god will sort of force me into having a child by accident slash happenstance mm -hmm. yeah that'll be cool but yeah stay tuned we'll let you know if we ever get vasectomies or otherwise yeah it'd be cool uh okay let's take uh, another break thanks some more spons and answer some more quests on the other side of these messages nice thank you to squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show indeed Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm -hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through squarespace for example jake what can people purchase boneheader.com boneheader it's like interesting that's pretty good yeah yeah it's like if you're a boneheaded person but you're doing a boneheader of move you know what i mean what about fitnessnah.com so it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm -hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness it's a movement about not going to the gym fitness it's nah. a it's an anti-movement really oh, it's a non-movement movement a, is anti-movement yeah. one anti-movement uh, i'll like have it to be. check it out later actually let me look right now anti-movement.com is not available don't yeah. buy that one okay yeah, yeah. i wouldn't but so it's more fitness of a fitness <laughs> yeah it's more of a fitness <laughs> nah thing yeah uh, squarespace ai also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website they can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool that there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. And we have returned. Yes. One last question to rule them all. Yeah, let's do it. I'm ready. This one's from an email address that I think is in Norway. A Nordic fan. Yeah. Yahoo.no. Is that Norway? I think so. Yahoo.no. That's funny. Uh, okay, we'll call this lady uh, Mrs. Claus. I'm a 35-year-old cool. woman from... Mrs. Claus is from the North Pole, you fucking idiot. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Mrs. Claus lives in the North Pole, but... Oh, uh, yeah, sure, we could pretend she lives in Norway. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Yeah, whatever, man. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Oh my, you're on the naughty <laughs> list. I'm not on any fucking list. Santa Claus is okay. real. <laughs> yeah, I bet. 
I'm a 35-year-old woman from Scandinavia, says Mrs. Claus, Christina Kringle herself. I met this guy at a work function, and we really hit it off and spent the whole night sitting by ourselves, gossiping over our coworkers. I really mm. liked him, and I found myself missing him after that night. We have been texting off and on the last couple of weeks, mostly about uh, shared happiness, but also about life in general. It's not really flirty, but shared happiness. Yeah. I also want to ask him out on a date, but here's the thing. He's 25. It feels like a big age gap, and I don't really know how to get over it. My sister is 25, and I always view her as a baby, so it's hard for me to reconcile being attracted to a 25-year-old man. My brain tells how me it's is too young. Person? 35. Oh. Are these feelings irrational? If so, how do I get over it? How much of an age gap is too big? Thanks in advance. I, uh, it's tough. I feel like I am. My experience is uh, is probably shaded by watching um, reality TV, where oftentimes the young guys turn out to be fuckboys. So it, it, you know, it could be. Everyone is different. Yeah, some young Ten guys years, have old souls. That's a big. That's a big age gap. But it also depends what this guy is looking for. Like. Is he somebody that is normally in long relationships or um, or not? You know, like if this person seems to be a serial dater and seems to be a fuckboy, but they're telling you that they aren't going to be, then I think I wouldn't trust that. Um, but if they seem really nice, normal, cool, um, I think you give it a chance. I also just think it always it always comes back to expectations. If you are like, I like this guy, I'll see where it goes with no expectations, uh, then maybe you'll have a nice time. But if you're going into it being like, I want a serious relationship, but I don't know if he's ready, but let's, but he should be, so I'm going to give it a shot, then yeah, you might be setting yourself up for disappointment. Yeah. It's also, well, one, it's kind of weird because it's the younger guy and the older girl, so that's a little unorthodox. Usually it's the other way around for whatever reason. Uh, and also, since this lady lives in Norway, I feel like all bets are off. Like, who knows what kind of crazy shit goes on over there? The mayor's probably like a pickle, and the like dogs are married <laughs> to fucking houses. Like, the fact that it's a twenty-five-year-old and a thirty-five-year-old is probably the most yeah. normal shit that happens in Norway. Isn't quite your frankly. dog Luke married to your house? <laughs> yes, but he has Norwegian blood in him. That's why yes. we got there. Yeah, and the mayor of the town where you grew up. What what kind of vegetable was he? I'm trying it was to remember. A cabbage. All right, yeah. it's not a pickle. It's a no. <laughs> no, it would never be fermented. Is what I'm saying. It just things are yeah. a little weirder in Norway. Is all things are a little different there. Yeah. So I think as long as you're fine with it, it the weirdest part, I bet, the, what's making you feel the weirdest is the fact that your baby sister is 25. So you're like, I can't date yeah. someone the same age as my baby sister. Yeah. I mean, the difference between me at 25 and 35 is extreme. I was a piece of shit when I was 25. When I was 35, um, definitely less of a piece of shit. You know, yeah. still mild piece of shit for sure. But, but 25-year-olds come in all shapes. And Jeffrey just turned 25. He's a different 25-year-old yeah. than we were. Totally. He's a lot less of a fuckboy than I uh, ever was. So I, I do think that, one, it's it's no expectations you know, don't project anything on into the relationship. Uh, and also, I think you can be fair to yourself and just be like, we're, you're getting so far down the line from like text thread to, am I ready to be in a relationship with a 25 year old? It's like, 
let's go one thing at a time. You're just flirting with a 25 year old right now, and that's yeah. fine. You can that's actually see how hot. That plays out. Yeah, the 25 year old the boy, sexiest age go. you can flirt with at this point. Yeah, because any younger, it's a little a little off. Right, but a twenty five a twenty five year old, that's the goat yeah. age for a thirty five year old girl to be flirting mm-hmm. with. Yeah, ten years exactly. Actually that guy should probably come on our show just because imagine a fucking twenty five year old Norwegian. I assume God. There's not like any there's no like five foot mm-hmm. seven inch nerds in Norway, right? They're all like right. six four blonde. It's all hair. Er- Erling Holland. Yeah, just tall really blonde viking men Mm -hmm. yeah i guess the nerdiest you can get for a norwegian is like a scrawny guy with like a long brown ponytail you know what i mean kind of like glasses and a ponytail and he's really good right rubik's cube or something like that yeah yeah slender comb over yeah but he's still kind of strong because he does like taekwondo and you're like oh he's still yeah he like eats gork and shit yeah Yeah, but he's like still kind of nerdy like ultimately like pretty Mm -hmm. nerdy he's just like insanely like wiry and strong like he could still put you in a weird norwegian headlock or some shit right right yeah like he would go he'd go on like a 40 mile uh hike in like yes. the norwegian mountains but like right. it would be a stroll to him but he's yeah. not like jacked and hot he's right. just kind of like he's, he's got sturdy. nerd stamina yeah he's dirt like he's wearing shorts and fucking sandals and it's 31 degrees out or something like that mm-hmm. fahrenheit yeah fahrenheit he just always has Celsius. energy yeah yeah he has big norwegian nerd energy or mm-hmm. b-n-n-e yeah, let us know which your guy has. <laughs> and don't let him know that we said that shit about him, because I am kind of right. low-key afraid he'll beat the shit out of me. That's true. Um, but yeah, good luck out there, If especially if you're in Oslo. I hear it's really expensive. Oh, yeah. We should move there. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah. Okay. Thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you for writing in. If you have your own questions or your own theme songs, now's the time. Our inbox is cleared and ready to read. Uh, it's show at gmail.com. Right on. Stay healthy, please. Get yeah. away from us. Stay as healthy yeah. as possible. Uh, Don't talk to us. Uh, and if you want, we're also making videos on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash JA. Every week we're watching ah. two Jake and Amir videos and commenting on them. Watching these videos that we barely remember ourselves but it's been a fun time indeed indeed good holiday gift too if there's a jake great holiday in your gift. life that's right so if anybody's asking you what you want for the holidays let them know patreon.com shanuka okay that's it that's our time uh we'll be back of course next week the theme song was written by did we give this guy his due props or did we just Probably go not. straight Knowing into us. a bit Secret Chipmunk Man, right. Well, we got to finish the song anyway. Yes, so it was Secret Chipmunk Man. God, we totally did not read any of this stuff. Yep. Right. Yep, yep. Yeah. That sucks. Happy Thanksgiving. This. My name is Sean Hotley, and I made this song with the help of my friend Drew on drums. If I nice. could promote something. This spring, yeah. we're launching my long-term <laughs> episode, dream project. Sure. <laughs> we're A launching my you long-term asshole. dream project, Our Little World, a children's show on YouTube focusing on helping kids explore their communities, foster their curiosity, and build confidence. 
But no, I guess we wanted to talk about fucking soccer. You should record an addendum and put it up front or something. (laughs) That is, that's brutal. We need... (laughs) That was such That's a good a song, gut too. Punch. We need <laughs> a three verses. All right, here's I what mean, we'll do. God. If you made it this far, now it's like we can always promote at the top, but by the end, you don't remember. If you made it this far, these people need 100 subscribers to customize their YouTube URL before yeah. they post their first episode. So, yeah. call to action actually do this. If you're at your computer, uh, go to their YouTube channel uh, on their website, uh, which is our little world dot show i'll right. fucking subscribe okay i'll give them Good. that subscription that's Good. at least one for messing up <laughs> i'm sorry uh, yeah you man you should me? be yeah you are sorry <laughs> and uh if you're listening please yeah uh subscribe they only have 35 subscribers right now so you guys can track their progress let's get these yeah. guys to 100 let's do it and let's listen to that song again ready here we go see you next week everybody Thank you. There's a man who leads a life of hanger. A woodland creature is his doppelganger. If you hear the things he'll say, It'll ruin your whole day But the odds are he'll be back again tomorrow Secret Chipmunk Man Secret Chipmunk Man He is talking about crypto And eating acorns from your hand Advice from greedy rodents For a dirty every week He's always chosen He has a furry shriveled heart And his friendships all fall apart But the odds are he'll be back again tomorrow Secret Chipmunk Man Secret Chipmunk man, he is talking about crypto and eating acorns from your hand. a HeadGum original. Have you-
you ever wondered how to say good morning in Italian? Or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say, what is happy birthday in German? Or how do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today.